Let's rock and roll. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Everture. And Everture has a new album called Emerge. It's released on March 19th via Inverse Records. Right now, I'm being joined by the important members of the band. And they are here to chat about everything to do with this record. So, boys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are quite <coughs> welcome. Now, I guess take us through this record, Emerge. What is this record about? Does it have a theme? Not really. Not really a, any kind of concept album or theme album. But, of course, it does have uh, an arc of drama to it. Like all the good albums do. <laughs> I like how you threw that in there. By the way... This is a good album, because it does what good albums do. Uh, what is the arc? What is that? How does that flow? Because we started in between, and then we end up at Closure, which, which closes out the album. So what are we getting Closure on? What's happening in this in this record? Well, first of all, there's, there's a... Well, many things have been said. You know, there are many songs that tell many kind of stories of many aspects of life I don't really know that's a good question I think I think the title the album title Emerge tells something about the songs because almost all of the songs are about emerging from some situation which is not necessarily a good situation yeah absolutely yeah I uh-huh. think the album title sums up pretty pretty well those songs because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the artwork and it's showing a guy standing pretty proud on a I don't know what you call those things when rocks jut out of <laughs> the ocean I'm sure there's there's a name for it I'm just going to call it a rock that juts out of the ocean <clears throat> so yeah. however he's standing underneath a town that's upside down yeah. So, so, like, he's emerged, but it could come down on him at any moment. Yeah. And it would hurt. Yes. It would hurt. Yeah. The world is such a place. It's a weird place, and it's dangerous, and <laughs> it kind of represents that. Mm-hmm. Also, it's, like, art uh, usually is It's supposed to be a little bit off, you know? Something abstract should be. Abstract. Okay. So a couple of the tracks that we can chat about today are The River Flows and Closure. Take us through these tracks. What is The River Flows? What is this track about? Um, It's about emerging from a situation, like I said. (laughs) Especially this one, this track tells about that situation and the person's helplessness and inability to to emerge from this situation. Hello. 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 A wild a wild Oscar just signed. Oh yeah. man. Haha. Hi Charles. Okay, this is actually a first on the Rock Metal Podcast. Somebody who's of <laughs> relatively low importance in the band just suddenly shows up. So, 
this is uh, this is fantastic. All right, so guitar player number two, how are you? Um, I'm fine actually. Drinking coffee. That's fantastic. Coffee at this hour, you hooligan. Yeah. All right. Well, my wife just handed me some tea, so I'm having some tea. I had my coffee earlier, though it's it's like 10 a.m. where I'm at, but it's like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. where you are. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Now, I don't know that I've ever had this many people on a call before. I think my computer might actually implode on itself. But <laughs> I, th- I think we will emerge out of this call. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> with, uh, with some greatness. Fantastic. So, Oscari, to get you up to speed, we have been chatting about the album Emerge, the storyline or the arc to the album, and... Um, chat about the artwork a little bit, what the artwork represents. And part of the, the element that I found interesting was this guy is standing here on this rock that is jutting out of the ocean. Yeah. Triumphantly, he has emerged, but it seems as though he's emerged into a very precarious situation because the world could fall down on him at any moment. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So that's kind of where we were before you came in. And then we were starting to chat about the river flows and where that falls in the album. Cause it's kind of in the middle of the album in the middle. Of, so the height of the arc, I guess. Yeah, probably. Yes. So basically we were chatting about that and then you joined us. So thank you. No problem. Mm-hmm. Groovy. Okay. So river flows, where were we when we were chatting about, the river flows. Let's start from the beginning. And we can even go through this music video. So um, there's a music video for The River Flows. You boys are playing. There seems to be some scenery. Is this Finland that we're looking at? It looks kind of mountainous. I think it is. Mm, if I remember right, it's actually from Iceland. But oh, okay. yeah. I'm not sure. There is not enough modern... Yeah, Finland is fairly flat. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't even remember what happens in the music video. <laughs> the music video is very much just a sort of a play, playing video that has no story in it. It's just a cool, great video for the uh, song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't have any plans or like stories in there. Okay. But the scenery, it does work well. Yes, it looks nice. It does look nice. Iceland does look nice. And then, if we look closely, we'll see some elves. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's fantastic. Um, so, you guys then, I guess, commissioned the video out. Did you shoot your guys' selves and then send it out to somebody, and then they just put it with the, the footage of the the elves and the Iceland? Um, well, the... Uh the guy who did the video was there shooting the video, so mm-hmm. and he was like directing it when we were playing. And but uh, how would I describe it? It was a fairly simple shootout. Um, it went smoothly. Yeah. Okay. Groovy. Yeah. And then these guitars and drums and things—is this what we're hearing on the record? Uh, um. Like the video is not. Uh, you mean the instruments in the video are they on the record or? 
Yeah. So, like, for example, like instruments. Like, yeah, those guitars were used on the record, and the drums are used on the record, but Oli can maybe tell more about them. But, yeah. But they were not recorded in the video, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I know... they are the same instrument. <laughs> I, I know that, Samuli. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Jeez Louise. <laughs> but, yeah, they were used on the album. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Boom. So it looks like we got a five-string bass. We got a five-string slinger going on over here. Is that is that you, Maddie? No, oh, it's Samuli. Sorry. It's um, my background. You wait. Oh, you there. can see it on oh, there. There it is. Wall. Wow. On the how, wall. How embarrassing! I most certainly apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> your blonde hair on that backdrop looks like you're bald. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Five-string bass. Baby, take us through this. How do you uh, use this guy? Because there's so many different unique and cool ways to use the five-string bass. How are you using it musically, especially with two guitar players? That's like having two hamsters in a cage. Um, we have a lot of songs for seven-string guitars. Uh, the River Flows is not one of them. But like every time the guys take their seven-strings out, I uh, most of the time... like. Uh, I use the fifth string much more on those songs. I use it on the sixth string uh, songs as well, but we have like two types of uh, um, the word tunings. <laughs> tunings, yes, we have two kinds of tunings, and I've managed to uh, use just one. But like my playing on the fifth string depends on the guitarist's guitars. So we have like low tuning songs where I use the fifth fifth string a lot, and we have higher tune tunings. Mm-hmm. You have a dropped dropped string. The fourth one is dropped, right? Well, yeah, yeah. The second lowest string is uh, drop C sharp, also. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to describe about playing it. It's not really too different from a four string for me, but. Mm-hmm. There are songs where I use it much more, uh, like Undersky, for example. And in the River Flows, I don't think I use the fifth string at all. Okay. <laughs> so that brings a really good question, since we have both hamsters on the call. Is yeah. what what creates a seven-string song from a six-string song? That, I guess that's basically my question. How do you decide, like, oh, here comes out the seven-string, and then everybody's like, ugh, fine, whatever. And then, you know, you're like, but no, it's so cool. <laughs> like. No, it's really not. But but seriously, so seven string versus six string. What what's the defining factor for you guys? Yeah, it's mostly about the lower tunings, <laughs> of course. And um, when I'm writing songs in a seven string, and when it comes up like really good song, or if I create some. Something really cool riff with seven string. I maybe write a song about it. Okay, and then vocally, it's cool no matter what. Or do you guys still write in a key that is vocal friendly? Yeah, we well, sometimes try to we end. have to. Sometimes we have to transpose those songs, and then we might have to change some song from seven string song to six string. Oh no! Or the other way around. Yes. Also, to add, uh, the six string is uh, well classic drop, 
drop du- tuning while the seventh string is in standard and half step down. So they're also in different yeah. tunings. Wow. So there's yeah, a. We have. Go ahead. Somewhat flexible, flexible, um, like uh, composing tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are able able to make songs without too much difficulties. Yeah, it sounds like there's an array of tunings on the record. You guys are like the Goo Goo Dolls of Finland. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. Sorry. The, the Goo Goo Dolls? Okay. Um, <laughs> they like to use yeah. open tunings, and so they will on stage have like a guitar uh-huh. a guitar per song. It's kind of ridiculous, actually. But, um, yeah. Okay. Is it, is it like a... Are all the the you know now what's it called? So in the chords are they like straight chords on the same same uh, nauha? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like right. if you the way they would tune it would be like an open G with like the strings that are open, and then you don't have to actually play. Well, you're still playing chords, but you don't have to move anything outside of just you know, like a bar across yeah, yeah, yeah. across the frets. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh which isn't really that common really in uh in metal. I can think of a few people who do like an open C tuning or something just because it's easier, but uh cool. Uh you guys have quite an array of tunings, that's that's neat. And then I'm looking at the music video for closure. And um whoever's playing the drums should know that their cymbals have holes in them and you should replace them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that means it's broken, it doesn't work anymore. Then, uh, looks like a seven string in the music. Yeah, yes, you're right. Okay, so take us through this track closure. What were you guys going for in this track? Because was it intended to close out the album? Was it was it written with the album in mind that this was going to be the last song we hear? Uh, no, actually, I I wrote it in the about. Uh, half an hour, I guess. I just tried to make best song I can make with the three chords. <laughs> with it turned out pretty cool. <laughs> with three chords, fantastic. Yeah, that 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 was the original plan. So that was almost like a challenge to yourself. Like, hey, you know yeah. what? Okay. Well, best song I can do with three chords. Mm-hmm. Why was that a challenge? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't really it's know. probably so simple that it's yeah. hard. Yeah, because I yeah. was going to say, yeah. I mean, ACDC, you know, lots of, lots right. of, lots of songs have three yeah. chords, you know? Um, well, ACDC <laughs> have more than one song. They, they do. They have. They have. They have like thirty years of the same tempo, the same yeah. song structure, the same. That's that's another like a story for another another call. But um, that's interesting. Okay, and then so you guys wrote the song. This music video looks like you've gathered quite a few people together. Did you do this music video before the pandemic, or do you just got some people together uh, amidst the uh, pandemic? It was during it, but can you guess how many people there are actually? If I watch the video, I'm going to speculate there's maybe 10 people at most. Okay. 
that's not too bad. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty. But there cool. are like twenty. Twenty people. Okay. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of very tight scenes and the camera's moving around a lot, so I get the idea that there are more people there. But outside of the band, realistically, yeah, there's a couple of girls off to the side who are rocking out. I'm guessing that's the drummer's girlfriend, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is actually... <laughs> <laughs> Bam! How did I know that? Just checking off the list. I got a list over here on the side. I'm like, you know, band with two guitar players. Oh no, they have seven strings. Shit. Now I got to go down this column. Um, sweet. Okay, cool. What else is there to chat about, boys? We got everybody here on the call. We chatted about the river flows. We chatted about closure. We chatted about the album Emerge. We chatted about the artwork for the album Emerge. I guess my only other question would be, you guys have released a few albums up to this point. What were you looking to do with this album? Well, this was actually the first like a proper album. The previous releases were like singles and stuff. So um, I guess our goal was to make a good, good start, uh, like with the proper albums full-length albums. Something we can be proud of. Yeah. Are you proud of it? Yeah. Yeah. We are. <laughs> songs are not... Songs are <laughs> That's what you said. You said you wanted to be proud of it. I mean, you could come back and be like, well, uh, I don't know. The guitar tone kind of sucks. Or I'm not saying it does. Just, you know. Um, it does. <laughs> Of course it does. You tell a guitar you know player. <laughs> you tell us. You tell us. There's always room for improvement. Always, always. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So you're looking to make a proper album. How did Inverse Records get involved? Were they the ones releasing your singles, and you just came to them and said, "Here's an album"? Uh, no, actually, the singles were self-released, and uh, we did ask if Inverse Records was in arrested about the album and they said yes they were quite it was pretty much um, one email and they wanted to release the album so it was pretty yeah. easy okay so you guys had the album done it was mixed it was mastered it just wasn't released yet no fucking way no <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no we have three demos uh, we have four songs uh, which hey, was yeah. ready, but they weren't mixed yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's actually something really cool to chat about because for any bands who are listening in or watching on YouTube who are looking to uh, get some support from a label or however, a management company, something, and are thinking that they need to have everything completely done, it sounds like you just need a good enough idea and maybe a few of them to send off and it'll work. Did that surprise you guys? Like, did any of you think this is stupid? We need to actually mix this before we send it off. I mean, uh, we also had uh, the single "Long Way Down" that uh, had like hundreds of thousands of uh, listens in Spotify. So I bet that also helped the decision that we had something. We we weren't just asking out of the blue. Or we're, we're 
we had done something before. So that helped. But also the songs were quite good and mm -hmm. they liked them. So that's which we That's a good question. So Long Way Down is the second most popular track on Spotify after The River Flows, which is starting to creep up there. Um how did you guys end up getting at least from my Canadian side, I'm seeing just over half a million streams without having a label. How did you guys do that? I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Maybe I, it's such a good neither. song. That's the <laughs> only thing that comes good to so, mind. Good song. Everything good else is me. just pure luck, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> we, of course, uh, try to get it to the right people to the right playlists and it was quite easy to do that with River Flows. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's a really good song, one of the best on the album. Yeah, because when I do a search a sorry. No, okay. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I do a search for you guys on Spotify, a couple of playlists come up. New Blood and New Core. Um, do you know how you got onto those playlists? Uh, we were at the cover of the new core uh, about. Uh, I think was? new blood. New yeah, blood. It was yeah. new blood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but uh, cool. whenever, whenever we started to release a single, we submit it to Spotify, and we have to pitch it for their like personal to review them and they add them to the playlists I think wasn't it can someone confirm <laughs> I remember yeah something like that okay yeah so the very much the Spotify stuff loved like the song and they put them on the editorial playlists like new core and new blood boom yeah I'm on new blood right now track number two the first is this crappy band Shepherd's Rain screw Shepherd's Rain they suck <laughs> But then we get to number two. Um, you know, sometimes number two is actually the primary guitar player. So uh, number two, we get to Under Sky by this band called Everture. And then, bam, I'm listening to it right yeah. now. So mm. I guess one of the, my other questions is take us through the production on this. Who did the mixing and the mastering? Because when I'm listening right now, I hear... Some pretty good stuff. Like Jacob Hansen could have done it. Really? <laughs> um, uh, so it's it was mixed by Jesse Vainio, and uh, the mastering is is by uh, Swante Forsbeck. Yes. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Yes. So it, it's I'm, I'm glad you yeah. you like the mix. Mm hmm. Was is this <laughs> it was all done in Finland? All done in Finland. <laughs> Swami, Swami, Suwami, 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 baby, <laughs> fantastic. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, you guys have the legendary Finvox Studios. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you guys also. I'm trying to remember the name of the studio, but there's a sauna in it. Yeah, uh, that may be many studios. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I need, our studio. I need to do all the recording in Finland now for the podcast. I'm just going to hang out in the sauna. Sakara probably has. There you go. Perfect. And I'll be I'll be uh, 
in my underwear by myself drinking. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yes. Finnish way. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> That's Kausari Candid. Mm-hmm. That is Finnish. Yeah, while eating some slapped you, ears. You. <laughs> Perfect. Now, long way down, I'm you guys you guys had a lot of success with this single. Is it the same production team? Like you guys said, hey, you know what? We like this sound. We're going to go with this. Or did you guys try something new for the album in terms of anything? Drum tones, guitar tones, arrangement? Yes, pretty much everything but we still had uh all same the producer. Yes. same producer yes because he he's really good at um uh, coaching the vocals vocal recordings and also guitar so we decided to try with him the album so he's he's uh he's been producing both Okay, but um, the drums drums were recorded in a different place. We wanted more impact on the sound, and um, guitar sounds were rethought. And well, we tried a new sound, and it seemed to roll quite well. At least I think in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely better than the singles, the production yes. on those album songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, so we managed to do that pretty well. <laughs> uh, does does that going to change how you guys are going to produce? Let's say you're going to do a single next. Does that change how you're going to produce a single? Do you think it's going to up the production level on your singles? Are you asking whether our new singles are going to be better production-wise. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would say yes. yes. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Actually, we, we are planning to record more by ourselves in the future. And uh, okay. maybe to spend uh, even more money on the mixing process. Whoa. Even more yeah. money, more sauna time. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. That's something Less you mentioned. money with. Yeah, you can continue. It's okay. You guys mentioned one. Well, my final question, and then we'll we'll tuck her out. Is um, you guys mentioned you wanted like a bigger drum sound. Now, uh, I know a lot about metal production, and I can hear samples in there. So. I'm kind of curious, did you guys do anything differently when you were recording the acoustic drums to try and get a massive sound, or were you guys really keen on how the samples were introduced, or did you not have any any uh, any say on that? Um, actually, I don't like the drum sounds on the album. Uh, it uses the samples too much. Uh, we recorded... Uh, uh, samples from my drum set on the studio, but uh, I think uh, they didn't end up on the album. It's somebody somebody else has played drum samples on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if Stephen Slate played those drum samples on the album. Might might be. <laughs> <laughs> or get get good drums. It's okay. I mean, we know that you still played it, or at least. 
from my standpoint of, of working in this kind of stuff, I know you still played it. Um, given the given the genre, though, you got to get the bicycle pump out and start pumping up that snare, so it sounds like you're riding that thing. You know, groovy. All right, given given Ollie some love. Sweet boys, is there anything that I missed that you wanted to chat about? Mm-hmm. We have a well, nothing you should have asked. Because you couldn't know, but we have a stream gig coming up in uh, next month. Yeah. Called? April. April 24th. April 24th. Okay. This episode might air around there or past that. But either way, let's chat about that for a second anyway. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you guys will have more streaming gigs. Have you done this before or is this the first streaming gig you guys are doing? Okay. First one. It's the first one, yeah. And I'm nervous, really nervous about it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, me I'm too. I have to. Like the playing has to be top notch because every mistake can be heard on the stream much easier. Oh, yeah. Simuli, yeah, sh- nobody knows about mistakes except for you. Shh. Yeah, they keep telling us. Yeah, that, of course we play perfectly. No, don't know. Forget. Just as long as you don't. As long as you act like a mistake didn't happen, nobody notices. Everybody's everybody's a drunk girlfriend in the crowd anyway. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like the pressure for the I, show I know, is much bigger for internally. So I, I would give you a hug if I could, Simuli. <laughs> <laughs> so we're training a lot for ourselves and together whenever we can, but they are uh, making... Uh, some movement restrictions in Finland because of the corona. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see how we get together next time. Yeah. Is this... Also, the gig might, uh, if someone of us catches COVID, we might have to postpone the gig. Well, don't do that. Don't get COVID. <laughs> yeah. Working on it. It's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have, I have COVID at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I have been uh, at home uh, four days now. Wow. How, how is that? Tell us about it. You seem like you're doing okay, though. Uh, I don't have any symptoms, so I'm, I'm okay. How did you know to get tested? Um, actually, uh, I was going to uh, travel to... Kokkola, my hometown, uh, on the next weekend. So I I did go to the test just to make sure that I don't have have it. And it was a big surprise that I actually had it and I didn't have any symptoms. So it it was a really shock moment for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Well, yeah. we were supposed to have a, a practice this weekend, but... Now, it's not possible. No. But it's a good thing we we take care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, gang, stay safe. Ollie, hope you feel better. Well, you don't feel bad. So hopefully you, hopefully you just get better without... <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. <laughs> <That's> fun. <laughs> no, more, no, more, no more COVID, yeah. Um, sweet. Okay, so we chatted about the album. We chatted about tracks on the album. We chatted about production of the album. We chatted about saunas. We chatted about... 
having two guitar players. We chatted about seven strings. We chatted about a five-string bass with the fourth string tuned down to C-sharp, which makes my head invert. <laughs> and then uh, what else did we chat about? Uh, production team, uh, keeping it home, home, home style, you know, in Finland. And we chatted about how to save Finland in Finnish, which – what else did we chat about? We chatted about everything, boys. Um, we chatted about Ollie going around licking elbows. And now he has COVID, um, but he's being cool about it. Chatted about the, the streaming gig that's coming up, and Samuli is super nervous about it because it has to be perfect. And <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Love you, baby. Uh, sweet. Well, boys, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And I just want to say thank you again for a first that we have six people on a call. Tremendous. That's awesome. Thank you for asking us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you really much. Thank you. Hello, hello, or should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.